very happy to be with you here today. I'm very glad that you've all come and I'm, I'm very honored that uh, Brother Edward, who I've served with for many years and who's been my pastor for many years, has invited me to be here with you. Uh, Brother Edward has baptized me, he married me, and he's been a pastor for me. And I'm grateful for the invitation he extended that I might come and share God's word of you. I'd like to read a few verses uh, for you from the Gospel of John. From chapter 5, beginning from verse 17:. because whatever the father does, the son also does. For the father loves the son and shows him all he does. So here we see Jesus presented as the son of God. He has come to this earth to show, uh, show the world the father. And to carry out certain works on this earth. And we see here that because the Father loves the Son, He shows the Son what He must do. And we see that the Son only does what the Father wants Him to do. The Son sees what the Father wants to happen and He does what the Father wants. And as children of God, we have the same mission. We are co-workers with God. And if we see God do something, then we should do the same. God, um, God spreads his kingdom through us. And we are his co-workers and we are his children. We do the same things that we see our father does. Our Father in Heaven is never unemployed. He's always at work, constantly. And He has a mission to save every lost person. He wants to see the broken world redeemed. He wants to find every lost sheep and bring them back to salvation. So he's constantly at work, unceasingly. And 
and as children of God we are called to work for God and to do his work. But not just any work we have to do the same work that the father is doing. Often that doesn't happen. Sometimes the father does one thing and we choose to do another thing. Different circumstances can take place in our spiritual lives and I'll come back to this. One, one issue that could arise for us in our spiritual lives is that the father is at work but I don't know what work he's doing. I'm not aware of what type of work he does. The father is definitely at work but I don't know what he's doing. And because we don't understand God's will and his work, it means that we, we don't know what to do, we don't, we're not active. And as a result, we do not carry out his works in, this, in our life. We have no excuse to say we don't know what the Father does. Because the Father has given us the Holy Spirit and through the Holy Spirit we're able to discern the Father's will. The Father said to Abraham that Abraham is my friend and as a friend how could I conceal my will from him? Uh, Jesus calls the disciples his friends. And as, as real friends, as true friends, Jesus doesn't want to conceal anything from the disciples. We are God's friends with God's children and God has a lot of things to tell us. God has given the church prophets. He's given the gift of prophecy. And he also speaks to the church through prophets. Uh, we read in the book of Amos in chapter 3 from verse 7. It says, Surely the Sovereign Lord does nothing without revealing His plan to His servants, the prophets. We can understand this from this verse, that God will not do anything without first revealing it to His servants and His followers. Today as well, God speaks to the church. God takes pleasure in revealing His will to the church and to His children. So we have, so we have no excuse to say, I don't understand what God's will is. The Father is working, but I don't know what He's doing. It's a meaningless statement. I should know what the Father is doing. The second thing that can happen in our spiritual lives, the first, as we said, is that the Father is doing some work, but I don't know what he's doing. The second is that the Father is at work, but I'm doing a different type of work to him. 
Unless the Lord builds the house, its builders labor in vain. We can do many things that we think are worthwhile. But if God doesn't bless what we do, it's meaningless and has no value. If God doesn't bless what we do, it won't bring long-term fruit. There are many, many churches today in the world which are doing all kinds of activities which have nothing to do with God's will and God's plans. They have their projects, they have their different programs, and they're very busy. But they're not carrying out God's work. They're not necessarily carrying out God's plan. Often it's the same in our own lives. We think that we're doing God's will. We think that we're doing God's work. But years later we realize that God had a different plan for our lives. We really, truly, sincerely believe that we're doing God's work. But we see that His work is being carried out in a different way to what we're doing. So if this second uh, type of thing happens, and it's, 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 it's a source of pain, because the Father's at work, but I'm doing something different. The third thing that can also happen, which is equally unsatisfactory is that the father is at work but I'm not taking part in that work. He doesn't give me anything to do. Sorry, I should just correct that. But I'm not able to do the work myself. I'm not able to do it. This happens to a lot of believers who, who lack self-confidence. They might have an inferiority complex. They might feel weak and unable. And they think that they can be in the body of Christ but have nothing to do. But that's not a possibility. Every single member of the body of Christ has a calling to serve God. No member of the church, no member of the body of Christ has an excuse not to serve. Every single one of us has been called to strengthen and edify and serve the church in different ways. We're called to be light to the world outside the church. We are called to be a witness of Jesus and to be light to society. And God's word calls us to carry out that role. If we say that we're weak and unable to do anything, then God, God's word tells us that he works with the weak and through the weak his strength is shown. So if you're weak, that means God has a plan for you and he has something for you to do. 
Gideon was a very weak person. But he was used in marvelous ways by God. Moses thought he was a do you think Moses was a very powerful person? It took him 40 years to realize he's a very weak person. And then after 40 years God came to him and said now I can use you. 40 years before that he couldn't use Moses. Because Moses thought he was powerful. When Moses realized he was weak, that's when God started to be able to use him. If you feel weak today, then the Bible has good news for you. The good news is that God wants to empower you and God wants to use you. So we have no excuse. We can't say that we're weak and um, you're incompetent and as a result God cannot use me. So if we say that the Father is at work but I'm unable, I'm too weak to be part of his work, then that's no excuse. The, the fourth thing that could happen in our spiritual lives is is that the father is at work, but I don't attach importance to what the, to what the father is doing. And this is the situation for believers who are in a state of depression. And they're angry at God. And their heart has been broken before God. So they know that God is at work, but because they're disappointed with God, because they're angry at God, they say, well, I don't care what he does, let him just get on with it. And Jeremiah was a servant like that. He'd been beaten and despised so much that he said, God, do whatever you want, I don't care. He knew God was at work. But he said, I don't really care what you're doing because I'm not interested. Elijah was the same. He'd experienced huge victories and success. But when he fell under stress and pressure, he told God, do whatever you want, I don't want to be part of it. And often we're the same in our lives. We're tired. We're depressed. We're angry at God. And we say, God, do whatever you want to do, but leave me out. You're at work, but leave me out of this. We need to be healed of that type of attitude. God wants to heal us of that attitude that he might use us in greater power. If we're in that situation today and you're angry at God, then there is a great hope for you. God wants to come to you as he came to Elijah and he wants to use you. He wants to renew you just as he renewed Jeremiah and he wants to use you like he used Jeremiah. So there is good news for you today. God wants to renew you and he wants to use you. So we have no excuse, we have no right to say God is at work but I don't care what he's doing. We have to come out of that frame of mind. God has given an answer to that situation if we were in that situation. Just as he gave to his servants in the Bible. The fifth situation which could arise 
is the following. My father is at work and I'm doing the exact opposite of what he's doing. It's amazing. But it happens a lot. I'll bring you an example from the Gospel of John. Verse 16. Sorry, chapter 16. Uh, Jesus says the following about the, the Jewish teachers. There are people who think they are, they are um, serving God. But in reality, they are persecuting God. They are persecuting God's followers. And th- situations can arise in life when people do the exact opposite of God's will. So God is at work, he's doing something, but we're doing the exact opposite. At the beginning of the 20th century, there was a great revival in America. And the Pentecostal movement began in Los Angeles. And people came and they were filled with the Holy Spirit and they, they, they saw miracles, they spoke in tongues. And from that point in Los Angeles, the, the fire of this Pentecostal movement was, spread, was spreading all across the US. And the Pentecostal movement really uh, gave, was given birth in Los Angeles. And at the very beginning, several churches came out and were, were very much against the Pentecostal movement. And they spoke out against it. And several churches said that speaking in tongues was from Satan. And they said these churches are sects and they're giving false teaching. And that tension, that conflict between them lasted several years. And they had stood, they stood firm against God's work. Uh, several years passed and the Pentecostal movement became the charismatic movement and many people were added to their numbers. And today there are 540 million Pentecostals and Charismatics filled with the Holy Spirit. History confirmed that that movement was of God. And it completely revolutionized uh, modern day Christianity. There was new uh, there was new revival, there was new motivation and energy in the church. And millions of people through that movement experienced the revival and, and came to faith. But there were churches that were against that movement and criticized the movement. And it's sad to say that even today there are churches which speak 
speak against that, that movement. So God can be doing something, he can be at work, and I can be proclaiming the opposite. Sometimes I do that consciously, sometimes unconsciously. Sometimes out of envy or other human motivations, I can come against God's work. And sometimes unconsciously I can do so. But the result is the same. I am contradicting God's work. And this happens a lot in, in this day. And if we're not careful, we might be doing things which are the exact opposite of what God plans. So my father is at work, but I'm doing the exact opposite. So we looked at five different circumstances, situations which could arise in our spiritual life. I'd like to come back to the first one. My father is working and I'm at work as well. This is the true calling. This is the calling of the Church of Christ. We are called to do this. Let's read again uh, John chapter 5. So let's go back and read again John chapter 5 verse 19 Jesus gave them this answer I tell you the truth the son can do nothing by himself he can do only what he sees his father doing because whatever the father does the son also does for the father loves the son and shows him all he does because the father loves the son he shows the son exactly what he wants him to do and because the son sees what the father wants to be done he does exactly that and we also read in chapter 16 that those who don't know the father do the opposite so we have to be able to know the Father to be able to understand what the Father's work is. And because the Father loves us, He shows His children, He shows the church what His work is. The five different categories that I described if we analyze ourselves, we could find ourselves in one of those five categories. We don't doubt that God is at work. And we don't doubt that the Father stops working. But it's very important for us now to understand what our attitude is and what our position is in relation to the Father's work. As we said, the first position we could have is that the Father is working, but I don't know what he's doing. We should search our hearts and make sure we don't fall into this category. 
the other category that the father's working but I'm doing something else. Sanayev tsavali kategoriyaye. That's something which is which is unsatisfactory. Meskhnenk ais kategori mech elchelin. Let's examine our hearts and make sure we're not doing that. Yerur kategoriyan hayre gortsum e bats im zerkis gosh me ban chi galis. The third category is that the father's at work but I feel unable to do anything. Meskhnenk vor nayev ais kategoriye mech elinek. Let's search our hearts and make sure we're not falling in that category. Unayev im hayre gortsum e bats im zamar karevor chhar inch anu. The next category that the father's at work but it's not important to me what he's doing. That's something that's a very tragic situation. I hope we're not in that situation. And the fifth one is that the father is at work but I'm doing the exact opposite. Take your pick but don't be in that fifth one. That's the worst. But sadly there are several churches which are in that fifth category. But just like Jesus just as the son of God did, we want to look at look to the father and do what the father is doing. That's what we are called to do. If we know the father then we can do what the father is doing. If the father loves us and we believe that then he shows us he reveals his plan to us and then we can carry it out. Today is a day when we have to open our ears, open our eyes and hear and see what the father is doing. If you are exemplary, exemplary children of children of God then you will do only what the father is doing. The Holy Spirit is constantly speaking to the church every second. He is never silent. The, the book of Revelation tells us he who has an ear let him hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. Can you hear what the Holy Spirit is telling you? Do you see what the Father is doing? Are you doing the same thing? Or are you doing something else? Or do you not care what the Father is doing? We have no excuse. Because the Holy Spirit speaks to the church. We, have, we need to have a listening ear. The Holy Spirit speaks to you. We have no excuse. In order to see God's work, we have to open our eyes. If you look around you, you will see God at work in many different ways. God is doing miracles around you. He's preparing soil for his work. He can show you that there are several people he wants to save and he's waiting for you to respond. So the father is at work and he requires co-workers, he needs co-workers. If you are, if you are true children of God, then you have to do the same. We can be sure that we're children of God if we're doing exactly the same thing as the father is doing. The son knows the father and he does his work. If we are sons of God then we will be known by our works. So let us awaken. Our father is at work and we need to be working as well. Let's pray. Lord, it is such an honor to be your co-workers. 
պարցանք եւ որ մեկ ու զավակներն եք it is an honor to be your child եւ դու որպես հայր այն ինչ որ անում ես մեզ ցույց ես տալիս and as a father you show us exactly what you're doing lord որտե մեզ սիրում ես դուտեր because you love us եւ սпасում ես քո զավակներից որ այն անեմ որ դու ես անում and you expect your children to do what you are doing Այո տեր մենք ուզում ենք զավակները լինենք Yes Lord we want to be your children Իտրանոք ապացուցենք զավակները ենք երբ որ գործը կատարենք And by being your children we will we will show ourselves as your children by doing your work Մեզի շնորհտուր որ տեսնենք գործը Give us grace Lord to see your work Մեր աչքերը բացի Open our eyes Մեր ականջները բացի Open our ears Չենք ուզում օտար գործ անենք բացի այն որ դու ես անում We don't want to do anything other than the work that you are doing father. Do mish mi gortes anutes. You are always at work lord. Du sharunak unes ko arkhautyunu taratsumes. You are continually expanding your kingdom. Du sharunak unes martkans phrkumes. You are continually calling people to salvation. Vaster tsavalin era patasmen ko tsragri mes chenk. But Lord it's sad to see that often we are not part of your plan. But Savalina vor menk chenk imanum ko tsragirt inchates. It's sad Lord that often we don't even know what your will is. Mez dartsruko iskakan gortsakisne. Lord change us and turn us into true co-workers. Mez dartsruko chishmarits zavakner. Turn us into Lord your true followers your true children. Vor anish vor du es anum nuynel menk anenk. That we might do exactly what you are doing Lord. Vor karogonank Hisusi neman asenk. That we might be able to say just like Jesus said. Im hayre gortsume yev yesel gortsume. My father is at work and I am at work. In the name of Jesus. Amen. We're very grateful to Robert. We sunem tuk voroshak vres vetsat umimech vor meki meshnine. I hope you uh, you took a look at your your own life. Vetsukhum berchel And, uh, and and allocated yourself one of those six categories i heard the same message this morning but this time i was able to digest it a lot better when uh, robert was speaking i remembered one thing A friend of ours went to a went to a hotel one very hot summer. And, and we're expecting we're expecting the air conditioner to work and cool the hotel. But the air conditioner was giving out hot air instead of cool air. And we we were sweating we became even hotter. And we, and we thought well it's a fan it's an air conditioner it should be giving cool air but it's giving hot air so they called the manager of the hotel and they said why is this air conditioner like this and, and the manager said that the air conditioner is working but it's not giving the result you want it works but it just doesn't do what you want It's operational it's just not doing what you want it to do. So maybe often we're the same we're running around doing things we're working but we're not we're not doing what what is needed to be done. Yes, meu kuchananchum em urish me aznavorutyan vor sab masnaketer yerekhanderi taserarkutyan mech. I know someone else who whose expertise was in uh, child discipline. 
and he has several diplomas, uh, medical diplomas in that field. And he'd written several books on the subject. <laughs> but his own children were the most undisciplined children. And he said, I don't understand. I've worked so hard on this subject all my life. Why are my own children so undisciplined? God's word says, not by your might, not by your power, but by my spirit. And Jesus says, I am the vine, and you are the branches. If you do not remain in me, and I do not remain in you, you will not be able to do anything. You will not be able to bear fruit. So I'm convinced that God wants to work, He wants to work through us, and we are called to do the same work as the Father is doing. Until our song, and before we have a time of prayer for those who want to pray with Robert, I, I checked with Robert um, the thing I'm about to share with you and he agreed with me. Don't forget what I'm about to tell you. Even if you forget Robert's sermon, at least remember what I'm about to tell you. Before God wants to work through us, He wants to work in us. First God wants to work in us, work for us, and then through us. But first of all, He wants to work in us. He wants to work on our inside, on our inner life. People today want God to do things for them. He wants the people want God to do miracles for them. He wants to, the he, people want God to do this or that. But God is saying, allow me to first work inside you. And it brings inner healing. If you have pain, if you have scars from your past in your heart, if the pain and difficulties of your past are still causing you pain, if there are still scars uh, you carry from old relationships which have caused you pain and today when you remember those relationships you still feel pain and because of a particular event in your past your, your feelings have been shattered and you, you carry the burden of the pain of that event and your heart has been broken because of somebody or something that happened the, the healing of those things is more important than physical healing 
And God wants to give you inner healing. And we can pray today for that subject. So let's sing the song and together all of us be in prayer. Miyain kezin ayem opte Miyain kezin ayem opte Miyain kezin ayem opte Aran setna
Terisus, Haleluja. Ter tu je kjeles sërtov kotërvas në njëmë përgjëshkeru. Lord Jesus, you have come to heal the brokenhearted. Ter tu je kjeles për kandëvas haraferyqën në njëmë përgjëshkeru. Lord, you have come to heal broken relationships. Ter tu je kjeles hinë verkerë përgjëshkeru. Lord, you have come to heal old scars. Ter tu je kjeles amen qaxqaxvat ëzgatsum nërë përgjëshkeru. Lord, you have come to heal those broken and downtrodden feelings that we have. Lord, you have come to heal us from the bitter events of our past. Lord, you have come to heal our own relationship with you. You have come to heal us when we are angry at you. You have come to heal our own relationship with you. Lord, you have come to heal ourselves, our relationship with ourselves. Lord, we have problems with our own self. And Lord, you have come to set us free from ourselves. Lord, you have come to carry out perfect healing. You have come to, to heal our inner world, Lord. You have, you have come to heal our, our emotional state and our mental state, Lord, from our anxieties and our fears. Lord, your healing is perfect healing. And I pray, Lord, that you give us inner healing today. Hallelujah. Jesus would say two words and it would be done. Just two words. He said to the lame, stand up and the lame would stand. To the leper he said, be cleansed. That was all he said. He said to the dead, get up. And the dead would rise. He would say to the storm, be still. And the storm would be silenced. To the demon possessed, he would say, be released. And he would be released. There is, there is no great need for long prayers. With simple faith, except that when people pray for you, that problem which you've had, the same will happen that we want to do the same as Jesus did. We want to say it and accept that it will be done. Those who feel the need today for inner healing from any type of pain that they've carried around inside of them, they can come forward today for healing. Our service is over and you're free to go to the back if you want for fellowship. 
those who believe and want God to heal their inner life, heal, heal their from give inner healing, then they're welcome to stay and come forward for more prayer. <laughs> 